0: Whenever people offer me unsolicited advice, I like to ask them for a gift receipt so that I could exchange it for something that I fucking wanted. Season three of- this episode
1: of Therapy is brought to you by W Energy. Who who am I to you? How do you know me? How how do I know you, Derek? Okay, yeah, yeah so. Like- I know you, so oh wow! So we actually go way, way back, um, which is crazy that our timelines crossed before they actually cross. Cross. So, um, for those of you new to therapy, this is Derek. Derby. No, so so I know you, Derek, because you were my RA my first semester of college, mm-hmm. um, and that is how we actually met. But I don't consider that really to like be our meeting time. Um, right. I think without getting into it, I think we were both very similar RAs. Um, Very passionate. Of course. Around all the time. Always. And very in everyone's business. Um, But but yeah, I know you because you were my RA, but we met, I'd say more like, I'd say like a year later, we joined the same Mm -hmm. fraternity. And that is how we met and became friends.
0: So what's fascinating about the um resident assistant experience on campus is that it might have seemed like i wanted to be in everybody's business but i was actually very oh, hands i was off. kidding
1: <laughs> i was a very hands-off <laughs>
0: <laughs> i actually um i don't know if you remember this i put my personal cell phone number on my door because uh, i wanted people to text me or call me if anything was going on and nobody ever did not once ever <laughs> there see and that's honestly that's for the best <laughs> It's so I'm so glad that you brought that up because sometimes I completely forget that I was an RA. Um and I think that just and it's it's really ironic and some would say iconic that even though I did not care all that much about what these kids were doing, I actually won for loose staff member of the year.
1: There you go. No, I was always told in evaluations how much my residents loved me and how um, good I was and that how well behaved my floors were. um, I'm like, thanks.
0: My entire-
1: It's all about the vibe.
0: Yeah, my entire demeanor, my entire uh, disposition when it came to being an RA was that I just didn't want anybody to give me work.
1: Yeah, I don't know same. if I
0: said this to you directly or in one of our floor meetings, but I was like, guys, I don't want to be a hall monitor. I don't want to be on you like that. Don't make me have to work. If you want to get drunk, even though you're 19, that doesn't really matter to me. But don't be sloppy in my, yeah. in my eye line. Like, don't come in causing a ruckus to the point where somebody's like, who's the ra of this floor so if you just don't create any problems for me i won't create any problems for you i'm not your dad some of you are older than me like let's be
1: let's be chill <laughs> yeah
0: did you have any weird things that happen to you when you were an ra
1: um, i didn't have anything i didn't have anything weird but i did have a moment that um it really suck it really sucks like um having to like catch college students just like being college students Mm. and it's like and there's like when you're in RA there's like um like so like I had students I was like walking out of my dorm is this like group of freshmen were walking into their like rooms and they were all in a corner and they were all mm-hmm. like friends they were all a little rowdy but they like one of the guys had like a bottle of liquor on them uh, and they that's... saw me I saw them like as they were coming out and go going into <laughs> the room and it was just it was like oh uh, fuck because it's like um like if something stupid happened um like I, my neck's on the line yeah you can't like act if, like you if didn't They see like if they do something stupid like if one of them gets like alcohol poisoning and has to go to the mm-hmm. hospital if like blah, blah 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 like there's all these things that if you know it goes wrong then like i could be responsible for it and so that's you know i went knocked on the door and i was like hey we're gonna have to um we're gonna have to pour that out and the student was like no i paid for that i'm not pouring it out oh and i said and i'm like this and i said dude this is not how this is like um that's not how this works at all like that's not how this works and he's like well i'm not pouring it out and i was like well then i'm gonna have to call the cops (laughs) Um, yeah i don't that's so like like i was like and he said call them." he said call them and so and so i did I called um, MTSU Police Dispatch, and he goes, okay, okay, I'll pour it out. Um, (laughs) And I had to tell the person on the phone. I said, okay, he's listening to me. He's going to pour it out. I do not need you to send anyone. And then, yeah, and then it was like a whole thing. And so that is like one moment that really stuck with me. There was also another one with one of my – he was an RA that I still keep in touch with. Um, There's a couple. um, And – he came to got like I was hanging out in the lobby and he's like, Garrett, can you come like help me with this student? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, What do you like go deal with it yourself? What do you mean back up? So I went and it was um we were in like Monaghan and um they had these like square staircases that went up like the flanks of the building. But mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. dude was in this corner drunk, lumped over with an ID card in his hand, what? just doing Why? this against the wall with an ID oh, card. Oh, that's and so sad. <laughs> up, and then like up here, up over there, was like where like the card swipe was. Oh, um, he was just and, so we, <laughs> and so, oh, but he, he was way far off, but we looked, the card was not his. It was a girl's card, and he was trying to get onto the girl, like a girl's floor. Oh, it um, keeps getting worse. <laughs> and so it could have been like a card that a friend gave him. Whatever, but it was a whole thing. And then and th- this one sucked, and so because with like the alcohol stuff, you call an RD before you call police.
0: Resident director.
1: And so right. we got the student up to the lobby, and we were like, hey. we." And so we call- called the RD, and the RD was willing to take this student back to his dorm and not call the police on.
0: Nobody wants to fill out an incident
1: report. <laughs> and But also no one wants to like, no adult wants to get a, a 19-year-old arrested. Too, i mean I like, we would essentially be ruining the
0: kid's life you know yeah
1: like or causing a very big deal that you know maybe yeah. you know when they're sober we can have a conversation but the dude right. lived on campus but he wouldn't tell the rd where he lived uh, and he's like don't if you do help not tell you. me i'm gonna have to call the cops so they called the cops they made the kid do a field sobriety test in the uh. lobby of the dorm hall Oh, like off to like lobby. one of like the side, like off to like the side hallway off the lobby. Mm-hmm. But they made him do a field sobriety test, which he did not obviously did not pass. <laughs> um, and then he got arrested. That one, there's that, that, that's one that's stuff that is stuff.
0: Jesus. Um, you know, what's fascinating is even though I did the same job, um, I again, I try to be as hands off as possible. The only, I, <laughs> I encountered some drunk kids, and they just happened to be coming in while I was in the common area, and they would see me, and I would see them, and it was one of those things. I never caught Mm -hmm. anybody with alcohol on them, but I caught people with alcohol in them, so
1: it's like... Your body is a container.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I just... I just decided to assess the situation. I'm seeing them, they're seeing me. And if they're not like collapsing over we each see other- each other. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I simply will not get involved. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see any alcohol. Um, I may or may not smell it. I don't know, it might be allergy season, who knows? And maybe you guys are- I don't know what alcohol smells like.
1: You're also under the age of 21 at this point. How you would, would I have even no, know? You would have I no even. reference. I don't even drink,
0: so it's like you know what? We'll let it slide. The only time what's so annoying is my most dramatic stint. Um, this little saga. As an RA, you are responsible for putting up uh, bulletin boards. Uh, basically, like fun little board in the common area, in the lobby, whatever. Mm-hmm. Every month, just saying, you know, here's some resources on campus. Remember to study. Just something fun, right? Yeah, I put in less effort into these bulletin boards than I did anything else as an RA. Not because I didn't care about the job, but because I am a creative person, but not artistically when it like physically drawing, whatever. Well, like like it's forcefully
1: not creative.
0: Exactly. Um, when it comes to bits for a podcast show, perfect. I'm I'm the goat. You know, I'm Bo Burnham out this bitch. But when it comes to physical art that people can look at. I am four, uh, I'm a four-year-old, I can't do it. So I put up these bulletin boards and I discovered that people were just ripping them apart. Every time- Oh, I put that's them up, awful. I never had apart. that happen. And it's just odd to me because I'm not upset about the physical damage because I don't even care. I wasn't even trying that hard to begin with. It was the disrespect. You've probably noticed Um, I've been posting the same quote a lot. um, And the quote is that the respect is not negotiable. The respect is not negotiable. (laughs) And I was living by that before I even started saying it out loud. If you want to be a menace, if you want to get drunk, if you want to tear stuff down, I don't really care. But maybe do that around or to somebody that actually deserves that. I haven't Mm -hmm. done anything to you losers. And the fact that you feel like you can create work for me which is my only rule that I gave you all is to Just not make create me yeah you're doing that and you're laughing about it and I'm walking around and I'm talking to people and we're making eye contact and we're having conversations and I'm like does anybody know who's doing this and people will look at me and they'll give the, they'll talk under their breath or they'll giggle as if I'm some like old man that doesn't have the same level of wit or quicknesses them. Like, I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, okay, so clearly it's you, my, And I'm just politely asking you to stop. It was fun. I get it. Fuck with the RA. Like, job well done.
1: I'm pissed off. You got me. (laughs) I got, um, on one one of my boards, it was like an inspirational board type thing. Like, um, it was like a New Year's resolution board or something. And Hmm. someone wrote complete my jihad, um, on the board. And um, one of the custodians saw it and contacted the, um, like, our hall director. And because the custodian was so upset um, and, like, um, it was some old white man, um, Mm -hmm. we had to have a floor meeting with an MTSU police officer who um, told a story about how he had a friend that made a racist joke at work and the friend got fired. Oh, my God that and that, um, and that um, you know you really got to watch what you say
0: hi quick break in the action from the guy that edits the podcast I just wanted to remind you all that this episode is actually brought to you by dubby energy dubby energy is awesome because it's not an actual energy drink. It's like this powder that turns water into an energy drink. It's really awesome. I have some of my own. It keeps me focused. It keeps me energized. I just got a new job along with this podcast and in order for me to have the energy that I need to do both of those things, to constantly keep up with social media while also constantly doing this podcast, it's a lot, but the only reason I'm able to do it is because of W energy. Check out the link in the description and use code DERABY to get 10% off your order. Love you, Mina. Enjoy the rest of the
1: do you know who Kim Petras is? I've seen the name, but I have no idea. So she is a trans pop star, and she makes some really raunchy, just raunchy music. Oh, that's nasty! Nice. And um, her name's Kim Petras. Kim um, Petrus. and she just released an album on Valentine's Day called "Slut Pop Miami,"
0: um, which it. is a follow-up <laughs> to her
1: 2022 <laughs> release called "Slut Pop." and so i'll read you some of the songs on the track like, okay gag on it oh banana boat all right. get oh, rim job blood slut all right
0: okay 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 uh, right. that's
1: just a few of them so i was playing that yesterday and my boyfriend referred to kim petrus as gay taylor gay taylor
0: <laughs> Ooh.
1: <laughs> and I just thought that that
0: was so weird yeah we're funny. definitely gonna get um Editor Derek, make a note uh, for an outro song by Kim Petras. Um, For sure, man. For sure. Yeah. Being an RA is silly. I don't miss it at all. It's a nice thing to put on your resume, though, because being a resident assistant is one of those things where even though you're not actually doing that much work and it's a very easy job. Everyone knows what it is. Everybody knows what it is. And if you put it, if you write it out the right way on your resume, it looks so (laughs) much harder than it actually is.
1: Yeah. I went... (laughs) I went to during an RA training, they had a thing on um, like they had like a little like mini workshop on um, how to write your RA experience on a job resume. Oh, it was easy for me. And it was led by the hall directors. And they're like, this is how you write a resume. I've written all my resumes the way that I was taught in that training. And I've never not gotten the jobs that I've applied for.
0: The way in which you describe the head of the building, it's area coordinator. And
1: every time you say hall director, director, it's (laughs) Every other school calls them hall directors.
0: I want to talk to you about your experience in a fraternity. Why were you, of all people, in a fraternity?
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So um, I was in Boy Scouts my whole life. So, like, the idea of it is something that I was kind of already open to. Um, And my brother was a Lambda Chi at Mississippi State. Um, And so he was in more of, like, a, I'd say, a more, like, true traditional fraternity. Mm -hmm. Um. And um, so I was, like, open to it. I had, like, tried to rush Phi um, Mu Alpha my freshman year. Um, mm-hmm. And they're, like, the music fraternity. And it was, like, way too serious. Like, they were really serious <laughs> about it. It was, like, a lot of work. We had to, like, oh. put on, like, a pledge class concert. And we each had to do, like, a solo piece, either, like, singing or, like, playing an instrument.
0: And I mean, that sounds it, kind of fun. Also, I'm not going to
1: lie. <laughs> and then we also had to do, like, group um like we all had to do these things where like a brother could give us like a task that we had to complete, Mm. is like a part of our pledge concert. And one of the pledges got tasked with arranging an a cappella arrangement of Hey Soul Sister by Train that we would then all have to learn and sing at the pledge class concert. And that was one of my like, I was like, what the, you want me to see Train? Yeah um sign me up I'm in I love it and <laughs> it was um it was like that and then it was just very everyone was very serious and very dickish and then um I got to band practice one day and a couple of the girls who were like dating boys in 5u alpha who were in like the sister sorority like one mm. of the girls in my section came up to me and she goes oh garrett how are you doing and I'm like what are you talking about and she's like I heard about you getting dropped. And I was like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, what do you need? And she's like, oh my God, like, do you not know? And I was like, no, I don't know. And so I had to go through a whole band practice knowing that I was getting dropped from this, like loser music fraternity where half oh, the people like I don't that. even think graduated. Damn. And, um, my big, comes up to me who I had marched drum corps with like the summer mm-hmm. prior. And he goes, yeah, Garrett. Um, I like, you're getting, I was like, he sat down and I was like, I already know I'm getting getting dropped. Like three people have told me already. And he's like, what? And I was like, yes, I already know. Um, And he's like, well, yeah, like here's why. And apparently like someone told someone that I was like going to class drunk. What? Um, Where And I was like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, okay. I was not. <laughs> Um, and that someone had told someone or I had told someone that I was going to class drunk, which was just not happening. And that's what they used to drop me. And I said, and he told me that I was, you know, you, you, you know, you you can, you should definitely like rush again in the spring. And I said, why would I want to join this group? I was like, y'all talked about me behind behind my back, insinuated things, told other people not in the fraternity that I'm getting dropped before I'm getting dropped myself. Like, why would I want to be a part of this group? Why don't they keep that um, information
0: in house until the announcement's officially made? So, also, it's
1: based off of something that's
0: not even real. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and yes, and so, and then you know, a year later, a friend of mine introduced me to Alpha Sig. He was like, "Garrett, oh, you should join this new fraternity, Alpha Sig." Mm-hmm. Me and my friends have been ha- ha- hanging with them. They're a lot of fun. They're really cool. I think you'd enjoy it. They're not not like other fraternities. And so, I went to a rush event. To connect clicked with. And then, the rest Love is Daniel. history. Yeah, Great, no, Daniel. I do too. I still chat chat with Daniel every now and then.
0: Every once in a while, I'll see his post on Instagram, and he's always posting about um, about his wife. And he mm-hmm. knew he knew Spice um, from like high school days.
1: I never I like respect- hated. I never like. Uh-huh. I don't think I don't think Joel had beef with me, and I didn't have any beef, beef now. But I definitely think that we knew. And again, like you can be cordial and you can be nice to people without being like, I don't think we're meant to be friends. Like, I don't Absolutely. think we are meant to hang yeah. out. And that does not mean that you have to be mean to that person. <laughs> That's how I feel about
0: literally every single person in our fraternity, except for Jordan and Sharif and Daniel. I don't expect to ever see Daniel in person again, but like, I like him. I find yeah. it, I find it interesting that. I'll accidentally stumble upon a Snapchat story where I see multiple members of our fraternity gathering together twenty miles from my
1: home and no one. I didn't think they were friends like I didn't think we were I didn't think people were friends like that. Um but it was also like people but it was also like people who were that I didn't want to be friends with. Like um and so it's like if you want to be friends with this person, you go, you go do. (laughs) You go. I I never you go be friends with
0: yeah, I never not, I've never got to know these specific people well enough to know even whether they are actually good people or not. I just figured we're in a fraternity. We're doing a fraternity thing. And now that I'm out of college, the fraternity stuff is over. There was this one really awkward couple of months where uh, the only person I know for a fact felt like this. Was, um, so I held like a little bit of a grudge for like a month or two. And then I got over it because I realized it was stupid. So... Literally five minutes after I graduated from MTSU, people felt it was appropriate for me to have literally no affiliation with the fraternity whatsoever. They are like, get out of our group chat. Don't show up to our events. It's weird. You're weird. You're old and weird now. And I was like, I'm not over here clinging to fraternity life. I just mm-hmm. thought it was deeper than that. And now you guys are telling me that it's not, which is weird well- because I gave you thousands of dollars and you sold me on the idea that we were a brotherhood for life and now because i am thinking about coming to a recruitment event six months after i graduate now i'm old and weird and clinging to the college days it doesn't make any
1: sense to me my like biggest things that i had beef with deguard with that is like um like the idea of that like um that brotherhood should just be that you are bound by these arbitrary set of things because you're all in the same group and it should not matter what these people say do or act that like none of that matters and you are brothers regardless and yeah
0: that's not true that's
1: the ridiculous. the brotherhood comes first in that in the, and that 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 should just mean that i should tolerate and be okay with what happens
0: ridiculous shenanigans and and More, that's like, what like i people use. getting People getting assaulted, people inviting underage girls to parties, people just they, generally
1: treating people poorly. And that I'm the issue because I was vocal about being upset about that happening. Yeah. And it's like, and that I'm like causing drama.
0: And this isn't to say that our specific fraternity was guilty of all of these things, but I just feel like it's important to acknowledge that just because you all took the same oath or chanted the same sayings doesn't mean that you're obligated to keep people's secrets. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's weird. I actually find the fact that one of these five sacred values is silence.
1: I find yes. that to be problematic. Uh, well, no, I think it's funny that silence was used in, like I know silence was used with me. Like Garrett, you need to practice silence and not say things to other people. And I'm like, maybe you need to practice silence and not say the things that you said. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is silence only applied to like me telling people what you're saying about them behind their back? <laughs> but not, maybe I should practice silence and not say this mean thing.
0: I don't know. Like, it's like people I, want you to be silent when it's convenient for them, basically. So when people ask you about your fraternity experience, do you say I am in a fraternity or I was in a fraternity?
1: Um. I say that I was in a fraternity in
0: college. Um I say the same thing because that makes sense. But when you are in it in college, they give you the impression that you're in it for life. And that's a lot. Brother it's forever. A, yeah, brothers for life. <laughs> Rider dies. I remember like uh there'd be certain specific like speeches or meetings that people would give, like, you guys are gonna be at my wedding and you guys are gonna be at my funeral. And I'm like, does anybody actually believe this shit? <laughs> no. Dude, I was at your wedding you were at my wedding Sharif was at my wedding and Jordan was at my wedding but you know you want to know what's so funny about that I knew Jordan before the fraternity and I knew you before the fraternity Sharif is the only human being that I met and became real friends with because of our fraternity and I think that is you could kind of count but I'm gonna be honest if somebody probably goes like two to three weeks without you ever crossing their mind are you really their friend probably not thank you so much for tapping into this session of therapy thank you so much to garrett for joining the show more episodes with him to come love you mean it check out W. link in the description enjoy the outro